This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus, we'll sit down with the Executive Director for Experience Sioux Falls, Terry Schmidt, and the Executive Director of the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society, James Oppenheimer, along with the new owner of the Catatou Cafe, Heather Wenlent. The tourism industry is thriving in Sioux Falls and in the state of South Dakota in general. Terry Schmidt joins the show to talk about new businesses and developments in the city and what people can expect this season. The best resource to find out what's going on in Sioux Falls is by visiting experiencesiouxfalls.com. Speaking about events and businesses in the Sioux Empire, it feels like new businesses are opening their doors in the Sioux Empire every month. One new cafe that's creating a lot of excitement in Sioux Falls is the Catitude Cafe. You can eat, drink, and hang out with cats all day. The best part, these cats are from the Humane Society, so they are adoptable. Heather Wentletz from the Catitude Cafe and James Oppenheimer with the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society join the show to talk about the new partnership, what to expect at the Catitude Cafe, and how this business will Will benefit the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society. The opening date for the Catitude Cafe will be Saturday, July 15th. All that and more coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus. Hey, Terry, good morning. Good morning. How are you? You know, it's a great day to talk about Sioux Falls and just how much this city is thriving, wouldn't you say? I would say that. Well, I'm a little biased. I think every day is a great day to talk about Sioux Falls. <laughs> well, I'm a little biased. I, You know what? I like that answer better. I'm the same way, Terry. Now, like we said, there's a lot of excitement happening around the city. And the last time we t- talked, I don't know if you remember this, but we were really excited to talk about tourism just because it came right after the COVID-19 pandemic. So let's travel back in time a little bit to last time that we talked. How was that 2022 tourism season for the state of South Dakota and for Sioux Falls? Well, you know, 2022 really ended up to be quite a good tourism season. Um, I think people were so pent up and had stayed home and been so careful for so long that all of a sudden it was, oh, we have a chance to get out. Let's go. And, um, and they, and they really took off in doing those kinds of things. So um, it was like, it was kind of like the grand opening, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was excited. Everybody wanted to go, and they came. And with all the great things that Sioux Falls has to offer and all the great things that we continue to offer, People chose Sioux Falls. And that says a lot. You know, that says a lot for us as a community, as a state. Now, when people were coming to visit Sioux Falls, where were they going, Terry? You know, were they interested in outdoors activities, food, art, anything like that? Well, you just gave the answer. (laughs) (laughs) They were interested in all those kinds of things. People wanted to get out and about. They loved downtown. They loved shopping all over the city. They loved the arts and culture that we have. Of course, Falls Park is always a big hit, always a big hit. Mm -hmm. And let's not forget about music, and let's not forget about the food scene. The food scene in Sioux Falls is getting more and more and more and more popular. And we see regionally, especially, people want to come to Sioux Falls, spend a weekend or Uh, you know, three days if they're from right around the region. And 
they always work in their favorite places to go eat. So those are all, and then, and then all, I, gosh, I have to say, the events that take place in Sioux Falls, that's one thing that's really a big plus for us, Christine, Yeah, is that every, every summer and actually every winter, we have events going on, and no event is the same, so people just keep coming back to go and do things that are new and different. And Sioux Falls offers that, and they come for it. You know, this next question here, it's like you don't want to pick your favorite kid, but I'm going to ask you, your favorite event last year or maybe a restaurant that you enjoy going to, Terry? Oh, golly. <laughs> you know, um, favorite event is really hard because there's everything. I you know, I love to see the kids out playing soccer tournaments and softball tournaments because they come in from all over. You know, I love conventions because people get to experience more the, the business side of our community. And but then there's the the leisure traveler that comes in and and like does a tour on their own of Sioux Falls, and that's exciting to them. So. You know, I don't know if I can pick a favorite event. I think <laughs> they're, they're all special. The InnoSkate uh, thing, uh, event was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I have to say I really like that. Favorite restaurant? Oh, golly sakes. I know. Um, I feel the same way. Oh, you know, I, I mean, everything, everybody's got something a little different that makes them special. So I really, you know... I, I really can't say just one or two because there's there's fun in and and an experience in every single place we go and every single thing we do. So I know I'm not answering you directly, but <laughs> um, uh, there's just too many. I expected that. That's okay. There's too many to choose from, and you're so right in saying that they're they're all unique in their own way. I remember. I think it was one of the first times that we. We're talking, and you said that Sioux Falls, not too long ago, used to be just a drive-through city, if that makes sense. You know, people would just yes. visit for a little bit and then move on uh-huh. over to the Black Hills area. That is no longer the case. I mean, of course, some do, but it, we are no—you know, there's a, a kind of a cartoon thing out there with South Dakota as a drive-over state. Well, we are no more a drive-over state anymore than anybody. We watch people come from the east on I-90 and from the south on, on 29. And I'm telling you, those numbers increase. Not only are we a drive-in destination, but people are more and more flying in, and then they rent a car, and then they drive across the state and experience it. There's a realization that Sioux Falls has a lot going on. If you are just joining us right now, Terry Schmidt with Experience Sioux Falls, she is over the phone line. You were talking about how you were marketing Sioux Falls in a way that was different from what you've done in the past. So now that we're looking at the light at the end of the tunnel here through this pandemic, how are you telling people about Sioux Falls? You know, how are you getting it out there for people saying, yeah, you need to come visit this place? Well, let me tell you, we are at it a million miles an hour (laughs) through every channel uh, that we can, whether it's um, media like yourself or print print, um, advertising, all the kind of marketing that you can think of, we're doing it. Um, We are also back traveling like we used to, going to trade and travel shows and, and showing off what Sioux Falls has. 
we're inviting people in, people who are meeting planners or travel planners, we're inviting them into the community to do, do what we call a FAM tour, familiarization tour, and we're showing off Sioux Falls so that they go back to their bus tour groups or conventions or events and say, um, you know, that, hey, they've got all these things going on. Let's book our group to go to Sioux Falls. So our marketing is way stronger, way more uh, straightforward, and way more consistent and persistent uh, in bringing those people here. Terry Schmidt, once again, she is with Experience Sioux Falls, talking about tourism season and everything that we can look forward to. Oh, you know what? I, I'm look, really looking forward to the air show. It's always fun. Uh, you know, the concerts are all fun. I don't know, just everything. I just like fun <laughs> things going on. This is going to be a very blunt question, Terry, but for anyone who's looking to travel, why should they come to Sioux Falls? We are economical here. You don't play, pay the prices here that you do in a lot of, of uh, larger markets. Uh, yes, we have crime, but comparatively speaking, we have a low crime rate. We have a, an exceptionally strong hospitality mentality in Sioux Falls, and that makes a difference to people. We care they're here. So you, you throw those things at, at, in with quality of life here is strong. People still believe in each other and work together, and that all reflects into our growth, whether it be downtown, out at the mall, or any other part of town. And then on top, you know, we've said it, but the art, music, culture, the, the outdoors, the parks, the shopping, the eating, all the see and do and the entertainment. I mean, Sioux Falls is a great place to come to. It's an amazing place to come to. And you know what? It's only going to keep on growing from here. Just another tough question for you, Terry. Why do you think the <laughs> 2023 season will be another huge year for the state of South Dakota and here in Sioux Falls? I think it's going to I think 23 is going to be another huge year because people are traveling. Um they are looking for places that they consider safe and they still love the out of doors and we all have that in South Dakota. They still like to be outside and and find experiences that are outside. We have all that. The momentum in the country to travel is strong. And as long as we as a community continue to market ourselves and let people know what we are really about, a quality community, I think that we're going to see strong numbers, not only in Sioux Falls, but across the state. This state works together. We believe in each other, and we know what, that if something's good for one of us, it's good for all of us. And that's why people will choose to come to Sioux Falls, and we'll have another great year. I agree with that, Terry. And one other thing that I forgot that I'm looking forward to is that uh, ice skating ribbon. You know, I think it's going to be, is it going to be by the Levitt at the Falls area? Yes. Isn't that going to be so cool? I, uh, you know, I don't, maybe I told you this, but originally from Chicago and we have that whole Maggie Daly Park and it's just a whole ice skating loop. So when I heard about this ribbon coming to town, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's going to be a great winter activity for Sioux Falls and just a great activity to encourage everyone to, you know, get outside even when it's 20 below. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. It is going to be fabulous. You know, the whole Falls Park and the whole park system in Sioux Falls is really, really a treasure. And it offers so much to so many. I mean, look at our bike trail. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
So, and then you throw in what they're going to do down at Falls Park. Right. And, and as, as we said one time, Sioux Falls has got it going on, and we do. And it's only going to continue to rise from there. Again, Terry Schmidt, she's the executive director for Experience Sioux Falls. Now, Terry, if anybody has any questions about what's going on in Sioux Falls or maybe even some more tourism opportunities, what's the website that they can go to? ExperienceSiouxFalls.com. ExperienceSiouxFalls.com, and you'll find our calendar of events on that website as well. All kinds of information, uh, where to stay, what to do, etc. And if you don't find what you want on the website, call our office at 275-6060 and we'll help you out. All right. Awesome. Once again, it's Terry Schmidt. Terry, as always, thanks so much for giving us a little bit of your time today. Thank you very much. It's always fun talking to you, Christine. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. We'll be back. Welcome back to another edition of Sunday Focus. Every week, it seems like we have new businesses popping up, and sometimes those businesses partner up with different organizations in the Sioux Empire. You might have heard of it, but there is a new Cool Cats Cafe, I'm calling it. It's called the Catitude Cafe, and they are actually partnering with the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society. Joining me right now, owner and founder of the Catitude Cafe, we have Heather Wentlett, and we also have the executive director of the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society, James Oppenheimer. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Now, eventually, I'm going to get your last name right, Heather. I apologize <laughs> for that. James, you've been on the program before, so welcome back. And Heather, it's nice to have you here in the studio. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. So before we get all down to the nitty-gritty part of things, it's a new business, and it's got a cool, unique twist to it. It's all about cats. So while you're enjoying your cup of coffee or maybe some snacks, you also get to hang out with the kitties. So Heather, let's start off with you. Tell us who you are, where you're from. Yes, my name is Heather Wenland, and originally I'm actually from Minnesota, uh, born and raised there, but I've been in South Dakota for about 10 years, so pretty much a resident. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so before you decided to create the Catitude Cafe, did you always have an idea to start your own business? Honestly, no. Um, Definitely wasn't a necessary dream of mine growing up, Um, but after visiting my first cat cafe, it definitely became a dream. So was it the one in Minneapolis? Yes, it was. Yeah. See, a lot of people have said when they go to Minneapolis, one of my coworkers, he has his wife go to this cat cafe all the time. And she's like, we need something like this in Sioux Falls. And I remember when you were talking about your business, everyone in the office was so excited. I mean, seriously, all the cat lovers in here were just thrilled to have this business come to come to life finally. So what or who inspired you besides the cat cafe in Minneapolis? Yeah, actually. Um, so, of course, like I said, started in 2018 kind of more as a dream. Um, around 2021, I started mentioning it kind of to my close friends and family. And uh, my girlfriend Darla was like, you should do that. And I'm like, well, you know, there's this, there's that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, go for it. Like, you're the perfect person to do this. So kind of just started putting pieces together and everything just kind of started falling into place. I know you have a couple of kitties of your own. Did they inspire you a little bit too? Absolutely. I mean, I'm definitely just, I'm an animal lover myself. And, um, you know, I'm at max capacity of what I can have with cats (laughs) per the city. (laughs) So um, definitely a way to help as many as I can. I like that, per the city. Yeah. Literally your own pun there. So what is the Catitude Cafe? Give us the details and the layout about this new business. 
Yeah, so kind of like a regular coffee shop with a twist. Um, you'll walk in, you can purchase coffee, espressos, lattes. We do also have beer and wine. Um, and then you're, you're able to purchase food as well. Um, you can eat the food in the cafe area, and then you can take your drink into a separate room, and that is full of adoptable cats. Um, and then you can spend as much time as you have paid for. So we do 30-minute or hour-long increments you're able to book. Um, you can just come in and pet them, snuggle them, and if you happen to fall in love, you can fill out the adoption papers and hopefully take them home. See, I knew about the coffee part. I didn't know that you can drink with the cats. Like, literally just spend, like, a Friday night drinking with the cats. Yes, absolutely, and that's the best thing that we were really excited for. It did kind of have a little bit of red tape. Um, we totally understand about the food aspect not being able to be brought in there, but we were really excited when they... They did let us be able to allow drinks in there without a lid, so you won't have to sip your wine <laughs> through a straw. Or... <clears throat> I know you did a lot of extra work, too, for the people who are allergic to cats. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So the best thing about the Cat Cafe is we do have a separate HVAC and ventilation system um, from the cat room versus the whole rest of the cafe. That's including, you know, the kitchen, the office, and the cafe dining area. Um, so even the same air will not circulate through um, each of the same room. It actually just circulates right outside. So people who are allergic can certainly come in, you know, drink, um, see the cats through the windows and still be able to appreciate them and not have to worry about even a sniffle. So Awesome. Now, James, this is where we bring you into the conversation for a little bit. You could swing over the mic over there. It won't bite you. You know that. Or maybe you don't. I don't know. <laughs> James, okay, remind us who you are again in your role with the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society. So I'm James Oppenheimer. I'm the executive director of the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society. I don't know if I call myself new anymore. I've been there for five months now. <laughs> um, so I'm learning what a really busy summer is like now and uh, all about the cats and dogs. But in this case, it's today we're all about cats. Yeah. We are excited to provide the cats for the Cat Cafe. So since the last time we talked before we get into the Cat Cafe, how's it been going for you in your new role? Thing, Even though things, it's not new anymore to you. <laughs> <laughs> things are going really well. We have a lot of animals, as ever. Uh, adoptions are up 12% on the year, though, so they're flying out the door. Um, we are back open to the public, something that uh, we started. Um, we went back to our pre-COVID conditions, so you can come out to the Humane Society as an approved adopter, you do have to fill out a little bit of paperwork to make sure you're eligible to adopt. But anyone can come in, walk through and see our dogs and cats and uh, find a friend to take to their forever home. Yeah. And back in April, you also had the pause to celebrate auction. I was proud to be part of that. Do you have a number of how much you raised from that <laughs> event? Uh, yes, we uh, were fortunate enough to bring in... Um, to bring in $90,000 from that event. I think a lot of it was down to the amazing MC that we had. Oh, stop it. <laughs> it's, uh, no, very generous donors. Um, it was a wonderful event, and we're excited for uh, our next big event uh, is Bark in the Park coming out soon. soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's we were very, very fortunate that um, our donors opened up their hearts and their wallets for us at Pause to Celebrate. 
All right. If you are just listening, we're talking about the Catitude Cafe and the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society. Catitude Cafe is being owned by Heather. And then James from the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society is on with us telling us about this exciting partnership. It's always great to see businesses and organizations come together. And that's exactly what's happening with you guys. So the cats are inside that are inside are from the Humane Society. So how did this partnership come to be? Once we started the process of looking into opening a cat cafe, of course, the first thing we need is cats. Um, So I reached out to the Humane Society, just sent them an email. um, And I was really excited when I got an email back and they were ready to roll with it. Uh, They had heard of cat cafes in other cities and um, had even been suggested that they possibly open a, a cat cafe. But with, you know, everything they've got going on and all the projects they have going on, um, just weren't able to do it. So as soon as I reached out, they were gung-ho, ready to go. So James, what attracted the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society with this partnership? Well, I do have to give some credit to my predecessor, Corey Beatty. She was the person that uh, originally started the conversation and got the agreement. I'm just fortunate enough to come in and uh, help do the nuts and bolts and then hope <laughs> this agreement, um, hope this partnership continues to grow. But it's... Just a fantastic idea, first of all. Um, It's great for Sioux Falls. We're a growing city. A lot of large cities I've discovered have cat cafes. I visited Cincinnati, Minneapolis, Des Moines, uh, Kansas City. They all have cat cafes. And as we're growing, we talk about bringing new businesses like Dunkin' Donuts to the city. We want to (laughs) bring... We want to display that we are a larger city. So having a cat cafe is a great uh, addition. But... Um, for us, it's more opportunity for animals that are rescue animals to get showcased and to get um, hopefully adopted and for people to see more animals. It's great exposure for us. It's like a downtown showroom almost for us. But community responsibility is one of our core values. Um, the Humane Society has just adopted five new core values. Community responsibility, compassion, inclusivity, transparency and innovation. And this hits those values. Um, it helps us work with the community a little more. Um, and it's just a great opportunity to continue to grow the city and uh, give more exposure to these animals. So either or can answer this question. Do you know how many cats will be inside the cat cafe? Um, yeah, we're hoping to have, you know, a minimum of 15 cats um, at any time. But of course, 15 to 20 is kind of our our goal. We do have space for up to 15 guests in our cat room as well. So kind of at least one cat per person. So everybody can kind of get some cat love. One cat per person. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So will the cats, I know that they'll be able to adopt the cats at the cat cafe. But for those cats that still haven't found that perfect home yet, will they be kind of rotating in and out of the facility? Um, No. once Once we get a cat in, they will, of course live at the cafe until they do find that forever home. So some cats might be at the cafe for a week and some cats may be at the cafe for a few months before they uh, are able to find that forever home. So hopefully none of them will be there for too long and they'll get adopted quickly. We've got a paperless adoption process, which we started in the last few months, which is going to be great for the cat cafe that if you find your uh, kitty that you love, um, you can sit, you can fill out the paperwork online have a cup of coffee while you're approved and then actually adopt it right away. And so you can leave with a cat. Um, we're hoping to have 15 to between 15 and 25 cats there 
uh, anyway from anywhere from three four months old up to however old they can get um, with us. Uh, I think we do have one potential permanent resident there though as well. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Are you thinking about adopting another one? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to try and kind of find loopholes. So <laughs> <laughs> now, Heather, you were mentioning earlier just exactly how the interactions are going to work. But can you break that down a little bit more like how you sign up or what exactly will be included with this interaction? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, of course, you'll purchase, like I said, either 30 minute or hour long session in the cat room. Um, and then you can go in there. We have a few benches in there, a couple of tables, uh, lots of cat toys. So you can come in. You can either sit on the floor. You can sit on the benches um, and then just play with the cats. We have a whole whole bin full of toys, a lot of strings and um, <laughs> balls and things like that to just kind of play with them. Of course, cats like to sleep. So, I mean, if you sit down, odds are hopefully a cat will come over and sit on your lap and I mean, just kind of anything across the board that uh, that you can do with your cat at home, you can do with your, a cat at the cat cafe. So, yeah, this is a great idea. And James, just coming from your perspective, this is probably great for the Humane Society too, because you get busy, you get filled with cats and dogs, sometimes on a monthly basis. We do. We are. We're actually doing pretty well right now, capacity-wise. Uh, dogs, we're pretty full, um, but for cats. We're a little more under control, so we can be a bit more selective mm. with who we send to the cat cafe, um, which is really great, great to see too. Um, but yeah, it's just an, another opportunity. It's twenty cat, twenty more animals that are in the focus, and with the humane society being borderline impossible to get to right now mm-hmm. with all the construction. Right. The cat cafe is going to be very easy to get to. It's in a beautiful location. Absolutely. And if you are just listening, we are talking about the new Catitude Cafe and its partnership with the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society. Heather, how excited are you just to see this dream come to life before your eyes? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm excited. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm overjoyed. Honestly, it's a whole (laughs) rainbow of emotions. Definitely getting down to the wire. But it's just it's amazing to see. And of course, my end goal with this is to get as many cats as I can adopted and finding their forever homes. And to know that I'm going to be able to do that. It's pure bliss for me so it's a great idea and james what gets you excited about this partnership you kind of hinted at it already but what really are you looking forward to i'm looking forward to the public having a chance to really interact with cats in a convenient and relaxed location where they can get coffee and where it's going to be a very well-run organization um I know my daughter is pumped about it and uh, has been (laughs) wanting to go to every cat cafe (laughs) ever. Um, But it's just a very exciting opportunity for Sioux Falls um, as well. And the more attention we can bring to rescue animals, the better. And rather than these animals hanging out at the Humane Society, it's great for them to hang out with uh, some people that... um, that are enjoying their coffee and uh, can make a fuss of them 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> and Heather, just to remind people where exactly the Catitude Cafe will be located in Sioux Falls. Yeah, absolutely. We're located downtown, uh, 225 East 11th Street. We are in the Johnson Building, um, right across from that post office and that big Gold Avera building. We do have a webpage. Um, it's CatitudeCatCafe.com. It is not live yet. We're finishing our final edits. Super exciting there. You'll be able to view all the cats that we do have currently in the cafe 
You'll be able to book reservations. You'll be able to check our menu, both food and drink. Um, and you'll be able to see Darla. So Apparently, yeah. I was supposed to ask uh, about Darla. Who's Darla? Darla's our permanent resident cat. Oh, yes. okay. So no one can adopt Darla then if Correct. you meet Darla. Correct. Correct. Okay. So you did adopt another cat. I did. That's the loophole I found. <laughs> <laughs> and James, for anyone that has questions about the Sioux Falls area, Humane Society, where can they go? You can go to sfadopt.com. That's um, the easiest way to our website. Um, and if you look at the cats, we will have it marked on there, the adoptable cats that are at the cat cafe. So you'll be able to see which ones are there um, and apply to adopt them online. All right. Awesome. Once again, it's great to talk to you guys. This is going to be a great new business, the Catitude Cafe. It's opening in July and really excited for you guys. Thanks so much for joining us for a little bit today. Thank you, Christine. I'm Christine Manica, and you've been listening to Sunday Focus. I'd like to thank my guest, Terry Schmidt from Experience Sioux Falls, along with James Oppenheimer from the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society, and Heather Wentlet from the Catitude Cafe. Please join us again next week for another edition of Sunday Focus. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.